Hey, this is Sherman Thomas, and you're listening to the Kingdom Talk Ministries podcast. Hope this message inspires you and blesses you. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, let today be that day. Enjoy the message. take our Bibles, we want to turn to Acts chapter 4. Sorry, Acts, yes, Acts chapter 4, and look at verse 12. We want to look at verse 12. If you're saved, if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you should know this verse by memory. Look at verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. 
Because bless the reading of the word this morning. This morning, in my message, we want to exalt the name of Jesus Christ, God's Son. If you are born again and you belong to Jesus Christ, the only desire you have as God's child is to exalt the name of Jesus Christ. This morning we want to look at the subject, the truth about Jesus Christ, God's Son. We are to speak the truth in love. We are to speak the truth about the Savior in love. The greatest of all is love for God in your life. Sad to say the church talk about love. But sometimes we are just empty barrels. We just talk in noise. May God help us. That we will love the Lord, love the church, and love God's people. There is no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. Jesus Christ is the only Savior Amen. of mankind. There are not many saviors. There are only one savior. And that is Jesus Christ. Read and study what is written in 1 John chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. John said, My little children, Sin not. If you do, you have an advocate who will intercede for you. And when you look at verse 2 closely, he said, we have an advocate, Jesus Christ, who died for your sins. And not for your sins only but for the sins of the world. It is so important to accept Jesus as your Savior. Reject Him and you have no hope. Reject Him and you have no help. When you reject Jesus Christ, you are doomed eternally. 
And the Holy Spirit of God touch your heart. And bring you to the Savior. The Savior is the Son of God. His words show that Jesus Christ is God's Son. His words show that He came from above. If you remember closely, the officers sent to arrest Jesus said, Never a man speak like this man. The officer gave witness to the world that Jesus spoke. They were not the words of a human man, but it was the word from above his heavenly father. When Jesus, God's Son, ended the sermon on the mount, the Bible says the people were astonished at his doctrine and teaching because he taught them with authority. Then I then the Bible reveals that he's God's son because he showed it. Look at him in the gospel. Wherever he go, he showed that he was from above. Jesus prayed when facing the death on the cross. If you remember in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. Jesus told his disciples, he said, my need is to do the will of him that sent me. And finish his work. The work was finished. On Calvary cross. When Jesus cried out. Father. It is finished. The death has been paid. Or the price. And the Bible says. He gave up the ghost. If you notice closely in the gospel, God the Father spoke these words when Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. At that time you see the Trinity at work. The Holy Spirit like a dog descend on Jesus Christ and a voice heard from heaven saying this is my beloved son 
in whom I am well pleased. God was pleased with his son, Jesus Christ. His work showed that Jesus Christ was God's son. Jesus did things that no human being could do. Read the word. And the word testified that what Jesus Christ did, no other human being could have done that. He changed water into wine. Now I believe it was fermented wine and not grape juice. We have a lot of debate on that. But we will continue. He raised the dead. Remember, Lazarus was four days already in the grave. Jesus Christ had the power to resurrect him from the grave. Look at God's son. He, uh, he healed all kind of sicknesses and diseases. Truly, he was the great physician. Truly, he was the healer. And he's still the great physician and the healer today. Jesus Christ asked the people to believe the works that he had done. His work testified of his being the Son of God. You want a little more clarity on that? Read John chapter 10. And you will see that the works of Jesus Christ testify of himself. And look at the second thing. We see the Savior is sinless. Oh, beloved friend, when you read the word of God, you talk about the perfect Son of God. Look at His birth carefully. His birth was unique. Different from all other births that we can read and think about. You're coming into the Christmas season. Some churches don't celebrate Christmas. But beloved friend, I love the Christmas. I love the holidays. Because that is the only time some people come to church. The only time you have the privilege to minister God's word. When they do come, they are without excuse. Isaiah prophesied 
that a virgin would conceive, bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God with us. Jesus Christ was the fulfillment of that prophecy. It's good to go back and read Matthew and Luke to try to understand the birth of Jesus Christ. Joseph found out that Mary was with child, was going to put her away privately. God intervened. The angel of the Lord told him to take Mary as his wife because the child was conceived of the Holy Ghost. You read Matthew chapter 1, verse 20 and 21. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Jesus himself said, I came not to destroy the law or the prophets, but I came to fulfill them. Thank God, Jesus Christ fulfilled every child of God's law. When God looked at me, saved by grace, He looked at Jesus Christ over me. His word and works testify to His being that He is the Son of God. He told the Jews the scripture testify of him. Jesus asked the question, which of you convinced me of sin? What a man he was. He could have stood up in any crowd. His enemies are standing there and said, which one of you can accuse me of any sin? Even his enemies said, this man is the son of God. Look at the cross. Look at the soul there. When he saw what was going on, he said, truly, truly, this man, Jesus Christ, is God's son. He's from above. Then the Savior is the sacrifice for sin. Look at the Savior closely. When I say sacrifice of sin, I mean that Jesus Christ is the supreme sacrifice. A sacrifice that is offered on Calvary once and for all. 
I think every child of God who was born again and washed in the blood give God praise and thanks for Calvary. Look at John the Baptist. As he looked upon Jesus, he said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. In other words, every Old Testament sacrifice was a picture and a type of Jesus Christ going to the cross for the sin. Jesus was the fulfillment of all Old Testament sacrifices. He paid the sin debt for everyone when he died on the cross of Calvary. Peter give us a good account of that in 1 Peter 2.24. And that sacrifice was a sinless sacrifice the Bible teaches us that we are going to be to die because we are sinful. Jesus, we see that in James chapter 1 and verse 14. Jesus, who are without sin, died for our sins on Calvary. He took your place. He took my place and died in our stead. My friend, look at it closely. Look at the beating with the Caroline rock. It, it was for you. Look at the crown of tongues. Pressed upon God's Son. His face could not be recognized as a human being. He did all that for you and for me. That we can have a crown. We can have the garment of righteousness. We can walk this world. Thanking God for taking our place. He died being forsaken of his heavenly father. To pay the price for our sin. Remember some of the words on the cross. When he cried out, my God, my God. Why hast thou forsaken? Remember when Jesus was bearing the sins of the world, the son refused to shine. The one who placed the son there refused to shine because God Himself was bearing your sin. And my sin. 
And we notice the sacrifice was a selfless sacrifice. Jesus prayed, not my will, but thy will be done. Paul teaches us to have the mind of Christ in us. Let the mind of Christ be in you. The mind can play some good tricks on God's feet. Try to let the Holy Spirit place this mind of Christ in God's And look at the other ones. The Savior is salvation. The very Jesus Christ, His name is salvation. Salvation is repenting of sin. Jesus is the Savior of all mankind. Thank God He died for the world. He died for all nationality. He has paid the supreme price for, for our sins. Man must repent of his sin. Jesus said, man must repent or perish. Except he repent. He shall all likewise perish. Repentance means to have a change of mind towards sin and God. You must experience a deep sorrow and remorse in your heart over your sin. I believe with all my heart that when you meet Jesus Christ face to face, you are not the same person. You are a new creature. Your eyes are different. Your ears are different. Your hands, your feet, everything is different about you. Then repentance and faith are inseparable. You cannot separate these two things. They're like Siamese twins. They join themselves together. When you repent of sin, you turn to Jesus and trust Him as your Savior. Remember Acts 16.31? When Paul was beaten, he and Silas thrown into the prison, the deepest part, not for doing anything evil, but doing the work of God. They were beaten with many stripes. Bible says at midnight there was a great revival. Prison doors open. 
chain fell off their feet and hands. People began to give praise. One man rushed before the Apostle Paul and he said, Sir, what must I do to be saved? Revival came to his house. He and his whole family give God praise for salvation. They began to take care of the man of God. They began to wash his wounds, clean him up. What I'm trying to show you when you have salvation, you are different. You're God for those who don't love you. You're God for those who don't love the gospel, don't, who don't love the church. My friend, personal witness is not an easy work. It's one of the hardest things to give out the word of God. The unsaved man outside have the most excuses to make. I wouldn't come to that church because there is too much hypocrites there. Child of God, wake up and live for the Lord. He gives power because he's the son of God. And he gave that power to those who receive him. When you receive Jesus Christ, you have power. Said to us, many as receive me, to them give me power to become children of God. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. You can lift the Savior with your life. That is one of the greatest sermons you can preach. If you will uplift the Lord in your life. Let others see Jesus in you. Let the beauty of Jesus Christ be seen in your life. Then we have redemption in Christ. Those are real things. Those who repent and believe in Jesus Christ are redeemed. My friend, I'm looking forward one of these days to have the body that Jesus Christ promised me. Every child of God look forward for that day. The greatest hope that God's people have is to have a new body. We only have this redemption in Jesus Christ. Even the forgiveness of sin. You know I thank God this morning. I don't have to go with my sin before any person. 
I can go this morning. I can go direct to my heavenly father. Jesus Christ is your high priest. You can go direct into the holies of holiness. You can crown to him, oh God, be merciful to me. Oh God, cleanse me from all my sins. Jesus Christ is in the redeeming business. We as God's people, we should we should see. And then we will also see Jesus Christ as a servant. Look at him. He humbled himself, took upon himself human flesh. All the angels worship him. They bow down to him, worshiping him. Holy, holy is God's son. And look at him. When he goes to John the Baptist, he said, John said, I must decrease. He must decrease. And that is the way it should be with every child of God. I must decrease. I must exalt God's son. My friend, you and I have nothing in us. Without him, you could do nothing. With Jesus Christ, you can do all things. We notice Paul described the mind of Christ in the book of Philippians. He came into the world not to minister unto, but to minister and give his life a ransom for many. It takes humility to be a servant. Jesus humbled himself when he died for us. Notice closely. He washed the disciples' feet. That was the custom in those days. Today we have all kind of protection for our feet. But he himself took the towel and he began to wipe the feet of the disciples. What Peter said. Lord, I don't want you to wipe my feet. The Lord said, Peter, if I will not wipe your feet, you are not mine. Peter was such a genuine man. Don't mind, he get himself in trouble. But he turned to the Lord and said, Lord, don't wash my feet alone. I want you to wash my whole body. And all of us need that spiritual bath. Yes. You and I need to go and cry out, Oh God, I'm hungry. 
I need you to wash me in the blood. I need you to make me a clean child. You know the best place, best testimony you can have is in your home. Right in your home. If you will shine for your children, shine for your wife, you will surprise to see how much they love you. Let Jesus Christ reign in our home. Jesus gave us the pattern for serving or ministering to people. He left heaven and all its glory for us. He lived a perfect life for us. He died on the cross for our sins. He took our place. When you look at John chapter 3 and verse 16. It is still the amazing, wonderful passage of God's holy world. God loved us so much. He gave his son. God is a giving God. You look closely. The more you give is the more God will give you. I've served the Lord since I was 17 years old. And God has never disappointed me as yet. Jesus died that all people could have life. Through Him. Through Him. And have it more. Abundantly. We close with this text. The thief comes to steal. And to kill. And to destroy. I am come that they might have life. And have it. More. Abundantly. If you are here this morning. And you don't have eternal life. If you are confused about salvation. May God Holy Spirit open your eyes. And you will see the truth. That Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. Let us all pray. Father this morning. We give you thanks and praise for Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for this church. We ask, so oh God, she will continue to be a lighthouse, rescuing men and women from the hands of Satan and bringing them to a place that they will realize that there is life in Jesus Christ. Bless your people. Bless your world. Take us to your, our home safely. We ask all these things. In the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. May God bless you. Last. So.
Well, thank you for listening to today's sermon on Kingdom Talk Ministries podcast. For more information, or if you'd like to reach out to us, you can email us at kingdomtalkministry at gmail.com. Do have yourself a blessed day.